Hello, hello, hello. So welcome back to Wifely Wisdom. Thank you guys for rocking out with me. And for those who um, are just now, you know, joining this Wifely Wisdom movement, um, my name is Portia. And I'm just really excited to just drop the gems that God has um, given me. You know, I am a wife myself and I, in all humility, I do this because I'm a learning progress myself. And so I'm just so excited because the power of a wife when used in the right way is amazing and it really does help your household. You know, they said, um, you know, the, the man is the head and the woman is the heart. I said the heart. Whoa, <laughs> that's powerful because, you know, you always hear the neck, but the heart see the out of the heart. Everything flows out the out of the heart. So that's that's a really that's a powerful role. You know, that's an important role. So I'm just so, you know, I'm excited again. And so anyways. Uh, you can always follow me on Instagram at Wifely Wisdom One. Uh, my Facebook group is Wifely Wisdom. So on um, Twitter is Wisdom Wifely. So please follow me and check out any news updates, anything that I may be speaking about, any short recordings. I encourage you all. Uh, so today's topic, this is just, it's really, <laughs> it's funny. It's not funny, but it's... Um, why is wifely wisdom important? Why is wisdom important? Why is wifely wisdom important? And and I was um and, and so anyways I was reading Proverbs chapter four and God just dropped it on me. Really through revelation, I thank God for it because without revelation, without wisdom, without understanding, where would we be? So why is wifely wisdom important? Why is wisdom as a wife and truthfully wisdom as a person, important. And so I wanted to, this particular um, uh, episode, I wanted to break down uh, the importance of wisdom and understanding and really do it through Proverbs chapter four. And we're just going to go from there. I'm so excited. This is so fun. I'm, I say I'm excited every episode because I really am. Okay, so as you know, Proverbs 4 was um, written uh, by King Solomon at the time through the wisdom that God gave him. Because remember, when he, God asked him in a dream, you know, what is it that you want? And he said, I want the wisdom to be able to judge your people correctly. I want the wisdom to, to be able to be a king to them correctly. And so he said, I'm going to give you all, you know, that there'll be no king before you that would have as much wisdom as you do. And so the wisdom that he bestowed upon us, the wisdom that was given up to us um, in Proverbs was given through the Holy Spirit, was given through God. They blessed him with that level of wisdom that um, people, I mean, they really, they, they struggle for. And so we're blessed as believers to have this, um, this book, this wonderful book, this knowledge, this wife, this, this, this Bible, excuse me, um, of, of all the wisdom that, you know, that we need that where we can, our, 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 it's, it's really our anchor. And so, uh, I'm going to read, I'm reading out of the new King James version and, um, I'm not going to, you know, we're just going to flow. So as so anyways, it says, so we're starting from verse one, where it says, hear my children, the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding for I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. So first of all, as you can see, speaking to children, but we are God's children, right? We're all, we are God's children and God is letting us know that this is the instruction of him and to give attention to no understanding. Don't forsake the law of God. What does forsake me? Don't abandon. Don't leave it. Don't, don't give it up. Right? Okay. Continue. It's, it's not a long uh, chapter, but we are going to break it down because it's important sometimes. And I know it was a refresher to me because even though we understand the importance of wisdom, sometimes it's good to really remind ourselves why wisdom and understanding is this important. Now, I'm not sure how long this particular episode will be, but let it be an encourager and a refresher as we go forth. 
when I was, and I'll continue, when I was my father's son tender and the only one inside of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words, keep my commands and live. So when we receive a word from God, when whether you go to church and your pastor's receiving, you, you, you know, you're going to church or you're reading the word of God by yourself or God is giving you clear instructions straight from him or he is using man to do it, whether it be on podcasts, hello, <laughs> or, um, you know, a, a YouTube video or there's a, a Christian influencer filled with the Holy Spirit that is giving messages that is touching you. You let your heart retain the words. So I encourage you all, even when you pray or even when you begin to before you when you go to church and you begin to pray before you sit down, ask God, let God, I pray, let my heart retain the words that you that you will speak to me, because that is wisdom and understanding. Keep my commands and live. So when you keep the commands of God, you'll live. And now living, yes, living is not dying, but it's also living and enjoying the fruit of the land, having life abundantly, living well. You know, some people, they're alive, but they're not living. And so when you keep God's commands, you're actually living. So verse five continues, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. So he's telling you, you need wisdom. You need understanding. Do not forget this. Don't turn away from this. You need wisdom. He And what I thought was very interesting, and it wasn't specific. You need wisdom on this. You need wisdom on that. Now, this podcast is, is tailor-made for, for wives as wives as wives. You need wisdom. You need understanding. But the truth of the matter is, and I'm repeating myself, I understand that, is you need wisdom and understanding and Every area of your life. Now, wisdom, understanding, it can seem as though they almost mean the same thing, but it's not. What's wisdom? Wisdom is uh, what you're doing, right? The understanding is why you're doing it. So here's a good example of wisdom and understanding. Wisdom is, you know, learning is being taught when you go out to a public event or you, when you go out to any public event and you purchase a drink. I don't care if it's water. I don't care if it's soda, a Sprite. I do not lemonade. And you purchase a drink. Wisdom is you put when you if you put that cup down that you do not leave. It does not matter how much it costs is that you leave it alone and you purchase another one. You do not drink from it again. That is wisdom. A lot. A lot of us was taught. Uh, a lot of us was taught that. Right. Or if you have the cup with you, you may want to put the, the hand, your hand over the cup or put something over it. So it. That's wisdom. That was the wisdom that was given to you, maybe by your parents, maybe by an older sibling, maybe by a TV show, you know, maybe by a um, some somebody who who was used by God to give you such a revelation as a, a wisdom and a revelation is that. So that's wisdom. Now, what's the understanding? The understanding is why you're doing it. So you're the reason why you're doing this is because there, unfortunately, there are evil, wicked people sent straight from hell to try to put drugs in your drink. They will try to rape drug or use drugs to rape you. They will try to, um, they can do something to try to mess your body up, right? They don't even want to rape you. They just want to put something in your drink to mess you up. Okay, um, that's the that's the understanding of why. So when you have wisdom and understanding of this, you're not just walking around fearful for your life or you're going to um, grocery shopping and you're you know, you're looking around. No, but you the words that wisdom and that under that understanding is now your heart is retaining it. So what that means is that when your heart is retaining those words, that wisdom and that understanding, you now you're so now if you it could be years later when you end up at a club, you automatically automatically it doesn't matter how thirsty you are if you put that drink down you're like I'm gonna buy a no a new one and if you don't have the money you're just like oh well because you have the wisdom and you have the understanding as to why you're doing this okay <laughs> let me keep going it says now verse six do not forsake her and she will preserve you love her and she will keep you 
So it's saying, do now this wisdom and this understanding, do not forsake it. Don't abandon it. She will protect you. She'll preserve you. What is preserve? Remember in our previous app is to keep, is to guard, protect. So it's going to protect you. So that particular um, episode that we, um, that, excuse me, that um, example that we use is to, that will protect you because if you, if you don't leave her, she'll protect you. Now, why would God tell us not to forsake her? Because obviously there can be times where the temptation is real. If you're, um, if you're super thirsty, right? If it's super hot, if you're going to a, a sporting event and it's extremely hot and you're in your, I mean, really hot or you're in a crowded place, you know, I'm not really sure how that's going to work anymore, but you understand what I'm saying. This is just an example. But if you're in a crowded place or if you're super hot and you put your drink down and you can, and let's say that was all the money you had left for that last soda, that last bot, that last water, that last Pepsi, um, that last lemonade, then you know, um, then you know it can get it can get really tricky because you would want to pick that up. But God is saying, do not forsake the wisdom and understanding that you were taught. It was given to you by whoever gave it to you, maybe, you know, most likely your parents or siblings or whoever. It was given to you for a reason. It was given to you to keep you and to protect you. So do not forsake this. Love her and she will keep you. Now, what does that mean? Love her. That means you love that wisdom so much over what's happening right now. It doesn't matter if everyone around you put their drinks down and is going out to do whatever and coming back for it. You love your wisdom so much that you're like, you know what? No, 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 no. I know way better than this. I love myself too much to even take a risk like that. Wisdom and knowledge is given to us for a reason. So, you know, people can argue and say, well, don't we have God? Don't we have the isn't don't you know, God protects us. Yes, God protects us. But in the same way, God also stresses to us the importance of wisdom and understanding It's there for a reason. There are a lot of people who were protected and unfortunately had to endure some things because they either did not have the wisdom or understanding or they did not love the wisdom and understanding. Now, God kept them and healed them, but still some things could be avoided. Now, some things are now want to be very clear. There are some things that are just other people's walks. That's their testimonies that was set in place that had to happen. But there are other situations that could be avoided. If the person loved the wisdom and said, there's no way, I don't care if every person around me is doing that. I absolutely will not be doing that. Okay, and we're going to continue. Verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. So wisdom is the principal thing. You need wisdom in everything you do. And when you have the wisdom, get understanding. Don't just, you need understanding. It stresses that. You know, sometimes we can hear a thing and then just kind of don't do anything about it. You know, say for instance, you're, you know, you're a new person in church. And um, you see the pastor saying tithe. Now, unfortunately, in this world, the one thing they do do is mock Christians. They, they, they always speak against tithing. So if your pastor is telling you to tithe, that's wisdom. But you need understanding. You need understanding because if not, you may make a mistake of not really tithing. You just give a few dollars. Your, your check can be, um, you know, $3,000 and you're giving $3 or you giving, Hey, here's this $20 bill. Have fun. Bye-bye. See, that's not, that's wisdom, but you need under, wisdom is knowing that you have to tithe, but the, under, you, the understanding is not there and you need both of them because those is, it, it works hand in hand to really push you to, to, um, to use the wisdom. The understanding pushes you to use the wisdom. It's the driving force that pushes you to use the wisdom because the understanding is that it's not about what the pastor is saying. God says that we must tithe because there is protection in tithing. 
It's not about the pastor. It's, this is between you and God. See, the pastor is a vessel that God has used. The person, the church that you, um, pre that you're tithing, that's the vessel God is using to teach you, to build you up, to shepherd you into the correct, um, ways of the Lord. But God, that is God. The church is the house of the Lord. So God is telling you, you must tithe. And if you read an understanding, and that is why it's important to read your word and to really understand it for yourself, understanding will teach you that. So that you don't care about what Christian mockers have to say when they're like, oh, well, I don't tithe. I, I, I give um, charity. That's my t that's my form of tithing. Then you under the, your wisdom and knowing that that's not the same thing as tithing. Tithing and giving charity are two separate things. So uh, while that is a beautiful thing of giving alms to the poor. See, there's a difference. Hot catch. Tithing is different. Tithing protects you and your family. Tithing when um, it really does. You can go in to pray if something is happening to you and you can say, God, I am a tither. You can that stands for you before the throne of grace. Oh, I was about to go so far. I was about to go far with that, y'all. I was about to go far. <laughs> but it's the truth. That's why wisdom and understanding is important. So. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Exalt. So what does it mean to exalt? To, to raise up, to set above, right? So when you exalt wisdom and honor, she will promote you. What's a good example of, of, of exalting her and she will promote you? What is, what is a good example of that? Um, let's see. Let's say, for instance, you started working somewhere, right? I could even, yes, you know what? I, um, I'll use me as an example. A, a while, a long, a while ago, I was going to say a long time ago. You know, I'm not that old, but while I started, I started this job. I, had, I was working at this job at the time and um, I had a low level, like an entry level position. And, um, you know, I was just very thankful, very faith, very thankful. But I, I very I worked very hard and um, I always made sure people taught me things. And um, when they taught me, I always made sure people taught me things consistently. And so um, and I worked hard. I, I, oh, I, I, could, I would say overwork, but it really helped me out in the long run. But I would work, make sure that they taught me things. I would study it. I had notes. I, I wasn't one of those people that it was just like, this is not my job, so I'm not doing it. No, I actually did it. If it was given to me, I would do it. If they needed help, I helped. Um, I was going to the bosses and saying, hey, let's do a... Um you know, a job performance review is to see if there's anything you need from me. I made sure that I, I put my 100% best in that. I had the wisdom of that I wanted to do good. Now, my understanding was so that I can keep my job and that I won't get fired. <laughs> because sometimes when you're, you have to be a valuable employee, because if there are cutbacks, they won't cut you back if you're valuable. Right. So that was my was my wisdom was let me do let me be excellent in this. Let me give it 100 percent so that my um, that's my wisdom. Excuse me. And so my understand because my understanding is that so that I won't get fired so that I will be um, valued as an employee. Now, when you have that, so when you do that, I'm not, it doesn't matter. I had employed, I had coworkers who were cool. They were like, I'm not doing all of that. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> I, I didn't care about that. There were people who were actually rude. They didn't stop me. I still worked hard and helped them, right? I exalted that, uh, that wisdom and understanding that I knew despite the circumstances. And what happened? People started coming to me. Hey, can you work in this department? Working hard for, to, pro, to promote me. Giving stuff that I did not qualify for. See, you have to understand wisdom and understanding will put you in places that you didn't qualify for. I didn't have the necessary certifications to get in the certain positions that I had. And where it took other people... Um, where it took other people maybe decades um, for certain raises, it took me maybe a year to double my rent, to double my pay. Maybe a year plus. I'm not sure. Let me think about that. 
yeah, maybe a year plus to double my pay. I mean, it was, the raises was coming increasingly, but I'm saying by that year plus, my that my pay was completely doubled. And then you're and I'm coming into a job where it did, that was un. In fact, they was known to cut back and fire people all the time. And I come in and my pay is doubled, and I don't have the certifications because when you exalt wisdom, she will promote you and she will bring you honor when you embrace her. See, what I did not know is that there were people. They were having meetings fighting for me to get raises, fighting for me to be treated a, a, a certain way. And when somebody tried to come against me, they fell. See, that is what was that. That is the wisdom and understanding that you that you please have it. And this is every area. Now, like I said, I'm being very general and broad because, yes, as a wife, we need this. And I'm going to get into a few examples to, to tailor make it for wives and for marriages. But I need you to get the true real the, the tea, honey, this tea that you need wisdom and understanding in every area of your life. She will place on your head an ornament of grace. Glory she will deliver to, deliver to you. You don't have to look for it. It's going to be placed on you. This is real. So hear my son and receive my sayings and the years of your life will be many. So that's saying wisdom and grace. Well, the years of our life will be many if we operate in wisdom and grace. Absolutely. Because what's the op- opposite of wisdom and grace? Foolishness and stupidity. And that gets you nowhere. There are many people who died, unfortunately, because of foolishness and stupidity. Unfortunately. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's serious. Um, okay, I have um, verse 11. I've taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. So God has taught us in the way of wisdom and led us in the right paths. So remember, like Psalm 23, God, you know, keep us on the path of righteousness for your name's sake. God leads us on the right paths. How does God, how do you, how does God keep us on the path of righteousness? Well, number one, because God loves us so much. <laughs> he has mercy on us. Because we be messing up, y'all. It's okay. God knows. And also through wisdom. He gives us wisdom. This, this podcast is wisdom. Proverbs 4 is the straight entire important, the, the importance of wisdom. And when you now going forward, when you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her for she is your life. It didn't say uh, wisdom was a part of your life. It says she is your life. Wiz people, sometimes people don't want to get wisdom because they want to still be babied or they want to, they don't, they want to keep the wisdom as a child, the, the children, like the childlike wisdom, the, the, not, not, not so you can be confused with childlike faith. Cause that's what we need to get into heaven. But I'm talking about the wisdom of, um, you know, don't, uh, you know, cross the, cr- you know, don't cross the street until the light turns red. I'm so no, but there's some adult wisdom that people need, but they're not trying to get that because that will cause them to mature. But that is what you need so that your steps will not be hindered and for you not to stumble. Now we have a merciful God because I know you remember that verse, though we may stumble, we, we won't fall, but wisdom would actually keep you from stumbling. And the understanding of why you're using that wisdom will keep you from stumbling. Wisdom is knowing that, um, what's, what's a good one? Uh, wisdom is knowing that, um, a thousand, a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Understanding is knowing because you, uh, because you spend time with your father, God, because you, um, because you understand, because you spend time with your father, God, because you are a born again believer, you understand that when you pray, the praise of the righteous availeth much. And there is no way that anything, any, 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 um, anything that God did not allow can touch you. Any, anything that was not in the will of God can touch you. You understand that. And so when stuff tries to come, when they, when, when things like, um, when the fear, because as you know, in this world right now, which we're living, there's a lot of fear. You know that you don't have to walk around in it because you're not a slave to fear. Because you know, you have the understanding of the promise of Psalms 91 and that it did not change. And it is not only for a few things. It's for everything. A thousand, it, sh- it shall not come nigh you. It shall not come near you.
And so you don't have to stumble. And so stumbling would be to open the door to to that fear that everybody else is so afraid of, even though you have the wisdom and knowledge. Now, when you have the wisdom and knowledge, you won't stumble because your, your, your shield of faith is up so strong that you know it cannot touch you. You simply know it can't. And for it, with any reason that it did touch you, God is trying to, God is doing something and it most certainly can't kill you. And it most certainly can't leave you debilitated. That much you do know. Do not so continue. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. So do not walk in the way of the wicked. When we think of wickedness, we often think of, you know, murderers, uh, you know, rapists, robbers. But wickedness is also disobedience. That's wickedness. (laughs) do not walk in the way of the evil evil is everything that is not of god evil is not just the most heinous things you could possibly do that's what people mess up they feel like oh well that sin is bad but no wicked evil is really is everything that is not of god so don't walk in that way don't walk in the way of the ungodly don't avoid it do not travel on it don't do it. You know what I'm saying? What does that mean um, for, for, a, for a wife, right? Say, for instance, you are, you know, for a fact that you, you're speaking with somebody, right? And this particular, you're, you're having a conversation with your girlfriends and they're talking about, um, the, the, the girlfriend of yours is talking about, somebody else's marriage and not in a way to to pray not to pray for them not to figure out what is not judging righteously to see if there's a way they can help to be a help but they're just gossiping and speaking ill of the marriage right that is evil gossiping is evil avoid that because what if you start getting into that you don't know what that could do the the judgment that can bring upon your own relationship you could really be in a situation where you and your husband is moving and grooving y'all are actually be y'all are actually doing great things y'all are actually resolving reconciling and now you're you're speaking ill of somebody who you might not even have the grace to go through what they're going through and now all of a sudden you just a major setback has come into your life because as you know the enemy seeks to accuse you day and night so he is waiting for you to slip up so now he he hates marriage when as we said before so now that you have spoken against someone's marriage with evil intent whether you were and you did not avoid the conversation now he has tried to find a way to stand up against you in the courts of heaven and now all of a sudden, when you go to deal with your husband again, you're trying to figure out what's happening. We just, we moved past this already. Why am I going through this again with you? That's not the only reason, but that is, that is a prime example. So if there is some, if there is a um, situation where maybe you have, you know, spoken ill of somebody else's marriage, spoken ill of somebody as a wife or a mother, spoken ill of somebody's husband bitterly, okay, just spoken ill of them and you were not doing it to pray for them to see if there was something wrong to see if there's anything you can do to help then you might want to not even you might i i I encourage you to repent maybe even put this on pause and spend time with god and repent so that nothing will try to hinder your reconciliation and your growth and your marriage there's no point of listening to wifely wisdom if you're going to do stuff to hinder it you know blatantly you know, we're not perfect, but definitely repentance. God, that's why Jesus died on the cross for our sins. So don't be in condemnation. However, do repent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, now we're still talking about the path of the wicked, the evil people. <laughs> for they do not sleep unless they have done evil. In their sleep, it, in their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of violence excuse me for they eat the bread of wickedness and they drink the wine of violence so what does that mean so when you're on the path of evil right you cannot the person cannot sleep unless they have done evil if the person is a gossiper they cannot rest there they cannot lay their head at night before they go to sleep until they have gossiped 
about something at least once. If the person is a liar, they cannot lay their head down and go to sleep if the person has not lied at least once. If the person um is lazy, if the person is lazy, right? They cannot lay their head down to go to sleep if they have not um re- um rejected at least two one task that they ha- that that was required for them to do or if the, or if, or it ha- they had to have at least one task that was just um mediocre and not done with the spirit of excellence that God has filled us with if the person is um disobedient they cannot lay their head to go to sleep until they have done at least until they have not done at least one thing that they were told that they knew God had given them to do right and their sleeping is taken away unless they make someone fall so they ha- they they cannot get re- it is the most saddest thing and they cannot get rest unless they do it now that is the reason why we all we get wisdom and understanding because as we know every if it's not of God it's evil that is why deliverance is important, but that's why in wisdom and understanding. So when God gives you a word about something, if there's something that you once struggled with, you there is it is very important um, that you deal with this. If so, if, if if lust is an issue, right? If lust is an issue, wisdom and understanding will be if if you get wisdom, hey, do not masturbate again. Okay, this is for you know, do not masturbate. Um, do not. Uh, do not masturbate, right? Especially, but actually masturbation is not good at all. You know, that's a whole nother, (laughs) um, that's a deep topic for another day, but do not masturbate again. That's the wisdom that's given to you. The understanding is because that, um, that does not, that does not help the issue with your lust that actually increases your lust. Okay, and understanding is also knowing that lust is not just limited to sex. So you're increasing your lust for a lot of areas in your life. Right. So what that means is that if you're not going to that path of not following that wisdom and understanding, that means you're still doing it. You're on that path of evil. That means you will not have rest if you're still in that path of evil. You will not have rest if you continue to go forth, if you do not repent. Because remember, we are of God so we can repent and God will deliver us. And God is just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we can repent. And God, and, and But for those who continue to do it with no remorse, they won't be able to go to sleep unless they have at least masturbated once. It's the truth. For they eat the bread of wickedness and they drink the wine of violence. So what does that mean? That means that, you know, like what Jesus said, he is, you know, we don't live by bread alone. You know, we, God is our, Jesus is our bread of life and he's our well, our living water. So we don't thirst. And that's so for people who are evil, they, they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence, which means they will, oh, they're always watching something, doing something, um, and just listening to something that is of wickedness and violence. It is ingrained in them. Okay. It's to continue on, but the path of the just is like the shi- the shining sun the sh- that shines even brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them some, which they do not know, excuse me, what makes them stumble. So what does that mean? That means when you're in that path of wickedness, you're literally delusional. You do not, you're in deception. I, there, I think there are a lot of people who are in jail um, for rightful crimes that they did not commit. I mean, excuse me, for crimes that they did commit, excuse me. The people are in jail for crimes that they absolutely did commit. I don't think they intended to be in jail. I don't, I don't think that. Now, of course, there's some people whose assignment was to go to jail. They probably prefer jail for whatever reason. But there are a lot of those who may have thought that they would not get caught. Because if you had any wisdom and understanding, you know that if you did that crime, you can potentially go to jail. But being in that area, that level of evil and darkness, you think you're invincible and that there's no way you can get caught. Not even knowing there's a whole police case against you and that the FBI is on your tracks. That's stupidity and foolishness. But that darkness will keep you from realizing that you're really um, in danger of going to jail. It's the, it is the truth. And I'm sure we all know people like that. So my, 
my son, give attention to my words, incline your ears to my sayings. So once again, it's saying, give attention to my words, incline your ears to my sayings. Don't just allow this word to just depart from you. Let it really seep into you and take it to the Father. Meditate on this. It's important. If you have this, no, you should always have the time to read the word, but take time to read the word however you, whenever you have that time. There's 24 hours in a day. If it's whether you have hours or minutes, take time and really read Proverbs 4, whatever God is leading you to read and meditate on it. You want to incline your ears to the words. You want to meditate on this because with Wisdom and knowledge is this important. We need, it's tied to everything. It's tied to your faith, your obedience, your salvation. <laughs> it's tied to everything. It, 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 that's the life. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Once again, remember what we said in the beginning, you want the word to be in your heart. You want the wisdom, the godly wisdom and understanding to be in your heart so that when you go forth, you're not operating in stupidity and foolishness because you have given, you've been given wisdom. So if these podcasts, your tea, your, your, um, when you, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever you're, um, however you're getting the wisdom that God has given, that is given to you from God, that you know it, it is from the Lord, that you have, that it is not just, you're not just listening to it and you're just like, okay, whatever, but that it is really in your heart so that you can actually be a doer and not just a hearer of the word. Because remember in James, it says, be a doer and not a hearer. This is, uh, you know, this, I, as I'm speaking, I feel a serious a seriousness of this because God really wants us to have wisdom, wifely wisdom podcast. This is really what we need as wives because we have a, a serious role as a wife. For they are life to those, this is chapter 22, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issue of life. So that's funny, actually, because remember we were just talking and we said that the wife is the heart of the house. <laughs> so keep your heart with all diligence. Wisdom is health to the flesh. There are life to those who find this wisdom and understanding. Keep your heart. Keep your heart with all diligence. Um, your emotions, your feelings. Keep your heart. Ask God every day, God, keep my heart, Lord. I ask God, keep my mouth, but you know what? We're going to start saying, Lord, keep my heart. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus to keep my heart. Because out of it, it flows the issues of life. <laughs> um, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Okay? Put away, don't, don't, um, deceit, it will, deceit and perverseness the, the things that are the unrighteousness ungodliness that will take you off the path of righteousness how will you get wisdom when you're in deceit how will you get wisdom when you're speaking perverse things when you're into perverse things how does that wisdom and, un, and knowledge be etched into your heart how what comes out of your heart when you're when you're speaking deceit and perverse things deceit and perverse things <laughs> evil and wicked things keep your heart from that if it's, if you're not graced to do it from God, don't do it. It's not worth it. If God has given you wisdom about something and understanding, follow that. Don't don't go the other way. It's not worth it. Ask God, and I'm not saying that the temptations are not real. The temptations be real. The temptations be real. <clears throat> okay. So I'm just going to finish this up. Just three more verses. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Amen. So that's just saying look straight ahead. I don't care what the other people are doing. I don't care what they got going on. When you have the wisdom and the knowledge, you don't in the, the, the knowledge, huh? Uh, the wisdom and the understanding you don't have it don't matter what everybody else is doing um you know even for husbands you know it says do not cheat on your wife 
Do not cheat on your wife. If everybody around you is doing it, well, number one, you might want to get some wisdom with that. I don't know what kind of um, people you're rolling with. But also, it don't matter what's going on around you. You have the wisdom and do not cheat on your wife because you have the understanding that um, the judgment that's placed upon you, if you do that, is real. You have the understanding that soul ties are real, um, that you are welcoming some nonsense into your wife, that to your life, excuse me, and to your wife. You you have the understanding that it can divide your house. You can have you have the understanding that Satan is really coming to kill you. He don't care that um, he's he don't care about you. You have all these understandings, so it makes it not worth it. It don't matter how beautiful a woman is or how nice she is. You have that understanding. So it doesn't matter what's going on around you. It doesn't matter if other people are doing it. It doesn't matter if, if you're walking down the street and you, there's nothing but bikini-clad women with the bodies just oh so right. You're looking straight ahead. You're focusing on it because you have the wisdom and understanding and you love her so much. You love that wisdom so much that you know there is no way. I love my family too much. And truthfully, I love my wife too much. But let me tell you something. I love God way too much. All right. <laughs> so that was basically it for um, Proverbs 4. But I wanted to just before I go, I wanted to give some examples and not examples, but really just narrow it down for what for wives. As wives, we are taught there's so many roles that we have. And one of the roles are, you know, that we are we are helpmeets. We are created as a wife. We are, are one of our titles. You know, we are a helpmeet. How do we, how are we a help me? We help our husbands. How do you help your husbands? You are praying for them, right? You are praying for them. You are helping them with their stuff. If they need help, you are helping them with the children. You are making sure everything is set in the house. You are, these are the things that you're doing, right? Now it can be a little harder if your husband is not the most easy person to deal with. If they're difficult, if unfortunately they're being used by the enemy, that happens, but when you have the wisdom and the understanding and you love her so much, you understand what it's tied to. Going back to one of um, my favorite episodes, which is still a blessing to me, is um, keeping your tongue. You understand that it is foolish to speak out um, in, in certain ways rather than um, it's foolish to do that, Right. That's the wisdom that was given to us. You know, that's actually in Proverbs as well. And I would encourage you all to just, you know, take time this month or whatever, whenever God leads you and read the book of Proverbs. It'll bless you. That's the wisdom. The understanding is because that could really set something back. It could be, you don't know what the enemy is saying to the, the your husband. The hus- it could be an opening for the enemy to do even, to do more stuff with the husband. Now you have to go into this level of repentance because of something that he did. Um, you know, it can also, you know, it can open the door for a lot of attack. It, it, it can do so much, right? So when you and also it can block your own, it can block what you're doing, right? Now the, the when you love wisdom and understanding, you know that even when your husband is going low with it, even when he's doing things that's detestable, even when he's doing things, you have the wisdom and understanding, and also knowing that you don't have to say any not to say anything because the understanding is, and this is the perfect understanding, God is gonna handle it. It's not to say that you have to be mute, but you do know when that that there is a time to speak. And there's a time not to speak, but you know that God is going to handle it. So what happens is when he's going low, you love that wisdom and understanding. You love it so much. You love it so much that you're like, oh, no, I'm good. (laughs) You know what? Let me be quiet. You will go in your prayer closet. That's wisdom and understanding as a wife. Now, we're not perfect. Um, God never expected us to be. That is the reason why we have God. That is the reason why Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Um, because he under- God understood that we're going to make mistakes. Jesus died, on our cross- Did Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Get this. For our sins in the past, the present, and in the future. <laughs> God knows what we're going to do. But it's important. But we have the wisdom and understanding to, to not do certain things. So we have mercy and grace. Yes, 
mercy that we can pray and, rep- and for actual forgiveness and God being who he is will forgive us. But we also have wisdom and understanding to prevent us from having to do that in the first place. And really allowing God to be God. Trusting God and knowing that God will deal with our husbands way better than what we can. Wisdom is um no wisdom is knowing that um is you know and and I, this is a general example right because every marriage is different but I'm just giving this example so bear with me wisdom is you know making sure that your husband has food on the table when he gets home from work right. Because you have an understanding that he works really hard and you have an understanding that that will bring that he is it'll it really will drive attract him to come home. <laughs> that when you, the boys is trying to do stuff, you really not too comfortable with, you know, he's like, listen, I have a hot plate waiting for me and it's really good. And so I'm out of here. And so you hold tight onto those things. So what's, why is it important? Because if you're feeling a little tired, because there are times if you're feeling tired, you're like, you know what, let me get up. And let me make something to eat. So there's food in this, um, there's food for my husband to have. You, you know, it makes you love it despite the circumstances. Because there are times when why you can be tired. Now, I'm not saying that you have to cook every time. I'm saying that, you, you know, you, you got to hit that, um, you know, hit the, uh, what is it, the app. Order the food, but let it be there for when he, you know. Let it be there for him when he gets home. Whatever works for you. But I'm saying, even if you're tired, you're like, you know what? You have the wisdom and understanding and knowing that as the wife, every order should be set in the house, and that he should be having food to eat in the home. These are just important examples, and I'll just give one more. Um, you have wisdom in that y'all should um sex. Y'all should be having sex. That's something that you you have wisdom and know you have wisdom and y'all should be having sex. You have wisdom in knowing that um it's important to have sex and a man needs sex, right? Women need it too, right? And as husband and wife, y'all need sex. The understanding is because you you have the understanding because God is giving you the understanding because it is clear in the scripture. I'm not even gonna go into the scripture really, where it says that the enemy will use um the enemy loves when married couples don't have sex because he can enter in in that way and kind of cause separation and discord so when you have that wisdom and understanding on those days where he really pissed you off right i mean really really pissed you off <laughs> You love you. You uh, you have the understanding and the wisdom so much that it's so etched in you that when he taps you on that shoulder, like hey, hey, you're not like I don't know why you tap me. I'm not sure what you have going on. I don't. I'm I'm actually kind of stunned that you would even think to put your, to touch me with your um index finger. But you better turn right back around and go to sleep and ask God to um to deliver you from this one. You know, you won't go there with it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But you understand that that is your duty as a wife and you have the wisdom and understanding to do these things. Once again, it's not saying that it's easy circumstances. That's the reason why God told us. God wouldn't have told us if it was just normal. (laughs) Right. God wouldn't have told us if it's just etched into us. But God tells us to etch it into us. And we can we and what's the ways to do this? Continuously crucifying your flesh, denying yourself. That means you're not focused on me, me, me. But you you have the wisdom, and this is as specifically as the role of a wife, the wisdom of a wife that you have the wisdom in these things, so you know how to go forth in it. And now, if you this is your first time listening to me, I encourage you to take some time throughout the week, you know, and listen to some of my other episodes. Some great wisdom in there. Now, before I go, um, I just wanted to, um, I, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I really wanted to pray for you because, you know, this podcast is, um, you know, this is faith-based. This podcast is for believers. This podcast, um, we are using the words of God as a powerful weapon to go against things that has fought our marriages, that has tried to hinder us. Um, we use, we are above sin, but to be above sin, you have to have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so it is a beautiful thing. And if God has put it on you, 
okay, to do such a thing that I absolutely want to pray with you is super, you know, it's, it's a, it's an, it's an amazing thing to do. Um, it really is. All right, so let's begin now. I want you to repeat after me if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Or if you're not sure, or if you just want to, if you, if you feel the need to do it again, don't hesitate. But to repeat after me it's, and, and say this prayer out loud and, and believe it. And, and I'm just excited for the walk that you will walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay. Hold on one second. <laughs> Dear God, I know that I am a sinner and there is nothing that I can do to save myself. I confess my complete helplessness to forgive my own sin or to work my way to heaven. At this moment, I trust Christ alone as the one who bore my sin when he died on the cross. I believe that he did all that will ever be necessary for me to stand in your holy presence. I thank you that Christ was raised from the dead as a guarantee of my own resurrection. As best as I can, I now transfer my trust to him. I am grateful that he has promised to receive me despite my many sins and failures. Father, I take you at your at your word. I, I, Father, I take you at your word. I thank you that I can face death now that you are my savior. Thank you for the assurance that you will walk with me through the deep valley. Thank you for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, guys. I'm so excited. Um, you know, we listen, heaven rejoices when someone uh, <laughs> accepts Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's how that salvation is it's the perfect gift, man. I that's what we all attain to be. And so, anyways, um, welcome if this is your first time, welcome to Wifely Wisdom. If not, thank you for rocking with me. And let's keep going, you know. I, I pray that all of us continue to rise up at, um higher and higher in wisdom and understanding, and that we can share with each other. It's a great feeling. Anyways, if this has been a blessing to you at all, and please share it with other people so it can be a blessing to them. If this has been a, um, if you, if someone came into your mind, share it with them. I don't care who it is. They probably really need it more than you think. But anyways, guys, take care. And remember, I love y'all in real life. Bye.